Hey bitches, welcome back to Amira After Dark. It has been so long, but in that time, so much has happened, like an unbelievable amount of shit has happened. And I feel like you guys know portions and bits and pieces of the things that happened. And I think it's good that I'm back on here talking I think the first thing that I want to talk about, it's my senior year, guys. Like, I'm graduating this year. I'm going to college in fall. I have a few months left being, like, in some terms or in quotations, a kid. And I find that terrifying. I get that, like, I understand the whole part of, like, you know, Amira, your mom is a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. You've been with her, like you haven't had it as hard as other people. I totally get that end of the spectrum, but on the end of being an only child, it's kind of just been me and my mom. I've never had to like be alone and I don't think I've ever been alone. And that factored into like a part of like why my relationship had not worked out so well on my end. And even after that, like, the big thing was, like, Amira, you can never be alone. Like, you're always having to, like, talk to someone. You're always having to, like, be flirty or you're always having to go out. Like, you can't just sit and be content. And to a certain point, that's also true. And it's terrifying for me to think about, like, sitting in a dorm alone and going to this new place or a new state and a new town and not knowing anyone, not knowing where things are and just I, I feel lost and it's so stressful and then adding you know school on top of that it's not easy and I feel like as a kid my mom didn't pressure me like she was never like Amira you have to go to medicine Amira you have to do this you have to excel it was never that and I wrote a college essay on well the, the question for the college was you know when was a time that you didn't meet expectations set and it was never anyone setting expectations for me it was setting expectations for myself and in middle school when I was in the biomedical sciences academy it was super competitive it was a bunch of these kids who a lot of them were forced to be in it but I wanted to do it and I chose to be there and that that's what kind of pushed me to keep doing medicine and that's what kept the passion for wanting to be in the medical field was the fact that I want to and I have every reason to do it and in my heart I want to do it but that's not the point during that time in middle school the coordinator was also our teacher and she was tough like she was really rough on us and it was always you know out of the 22 kids who's going to be the best who's going to pass these exams we were in every single class together and it was just us. So we were competing with each other five days a week, seven hours a day. And that was exhausting. That to- It ruined my mental health. And I say this all the time. Like, There was a time in seventh grade, I remember this, I had a certification for one of the computer classes I was in. And it wasn't the PowerPoint. It wasn't Java. I know that. I don't remember what it was. And I missed like the passing score by two points. And I cried for a week straight. And that, that's dramatic. It's obviously dramatic. But I literally was at the point where, like, you know, trigger warning. Like, I wanted to literally end my life. Like, not even joking. I 
was like, Amira, you knew that you could do, the, do this. You knew that you studied. You could have studied harder. You did this. This is your fault. You didn't pass. And that mentality kept up for a really long time. And I still have that mentality, especially like in statistics right now. Like I'm taking AP stats and it's it's just stressful. Like I can do math, but to a certain extent, I feel like everything is so overcompensated and I try to overcompensate for everything that I don't have in, a, in some words. And it's just so stressful. And I feel like, and I'm trying to figure out myself in that time because I feel like I feel lost that's the word that's the simplest form that I could put it in is I know what I want to do in life I don't know what college I want to say yes to I don't know how I'm going to survive college like anytime I have a problem it's mom what do I do like mom help mom come fix this pick me up I don't know what to do mom 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 and on it like I get like, you can't do that. I know that college is not like that. But I'm terrified for when the day comes and I don't have mom to call because I'm in college. I can't, she can't come running to save me in college, you know. And that's scary. Like, on a happier note, I still can't do laundry. That's not even happy. But I can't do certain life tasks that I'm supposed to. I can do taxes. That's pretty much it. And I know a lot of people were incredibly curious as to what happened between Anthony and I. And we were pretty toxic for each other. And it initially started with me having my platform to begin with. That's like the same thing with Calvin. I know you guys remember Mr. Texas. It was social media, like Amira, guys are texting you, all of that. And... I talk to him now still, but I'm coming to this like epiphany or realization that he's not going to be here 30 years from now. And that's scary too, because I think it's known that I don't have a dad and like you can blame daddy issues all you want, but I've never had a male like person in my life for a considerable amount of time and we were together for nine to ten months and in that time I was with him every single day I was he was in my house we traveled together he he was at every family function and obviously I love him and I fell in love with him and I had to learn to fall out of love with that and a lot of attachment grew in that time and I think that's why it was so hard to like let go of that and I think that's why I had such a hard time to stop talking to him it wasn't because I missed him necessarily it was because he filled this really big hole for nine to ten months and then it was just gone and I think that you learn from these things and you learn how to be in an next relationship because there was a lot of things that I messed up on on my part and I was selfish. I didn't care. And for a point, I loved that I didn't care because I was super egotistical about it. But I learned that it's okay 
to like sit back and be alone and I can be alone for a few days because I tried it you know like doing that and sometimes for a week but I'm scared that it's going to stay constant and it's stressful senior year is not it's not it and I feel like none of my teachers I mean there's one my statistics teacher is my bestie I love him and he listens to all of the things that I have problems with all my first world problems he listens to and he gives me life advice and I feel like when I finally get settled into college that I'm gonna look back and be like it's not so bad but there's also that like pit in my stomach that's like what if you don't like it what if you're too far from home what if you know you're too young stuff like that and I'm gonna miss high school even though I'm not gonna miss it I'm gonna miss being with my friends and like in like through COVID I met Nicole and she's literally like my sister she's in my house every other day we tell each other everything I just like I change in front of her we she went dress shopping with me the other day and like in the back of my head it was like she's not like you're not going to be able to do this in a few months like you're going to be in a different state you're going to be totally like I'm literally going to start fucking crying I hate that and it's just scary and I feel like talking about it might help because I know I'm not the only one that you know feels like this I hope I'm not the only one that feels like this oh my fucking god but I'm gonna miss my mom I'm gonna miss her so much and I do a really really bad job at showing that I'm gonna miss her but I do I'm gonna miss her so much because she's my sister too you know it's just been me and her and being an only child sometimes sucks because I don't have an older sibling to be like, Amira, it's not that bad, you know, Amira, you have nothing to be scared of. It's kind of just me and my dog and my mom. And that's, it's weird. One of the colleges that I really do want to say yes to is pet friendly, so I can buy a white cat and be a crazy cat lady on my own. But I feel like sometimes I just, I want a brick. I just want to go on vacation and not think about a single thing. And as much as I can say that boys are shit, boys are absolute pieces of shit. I can't, it's, it's hypocritical of me. It's so hypocritical because I'm sitting here being like, I can move on. I can be a better person. I can try my best to do something. But there's that small chance that it's not going to fucking work. It's not going to fucking be good enough. And that's the standard that I hold myself to. Is that no matter what I do for myself, it won't be good enough. Unless it's a perfect score on a test, you could always do better. If it's not so perfect that no one can say anything, it's not good enough. And I feel like I need to get out of that mentality And I feel like that's super hard. I'm waiting for one more college acceptance, like, for them to release it. And I'm terrified that, you know, this is the one that's going to say no. This is the one that you really want to go to and they're going to turn you down. And I don't think I can handle rejection. 
And I don't think that I can handle the thought of not being able to go to the place that I really, really want to go to. Because you can sit here and you can prepare yourself and you can dream about how much a college and a place and an educational system can do for you with the opportunities and the extensive knowledge that they can give you and provide and how much you're going to grow there and then they can just say no for whatever reason and you don't get a reason when they you know say no like they don't say hey this is the specific reason like we didn't accept you it was because you weren't good enough in these certain things that we look for in applicants you don't get that and I think that's what's going to stress me out more is because when I fail at something I look for the reasons why I fail and I fix them and I feel like this is something that I can't fix because I don't know what to fix and I can sit there and I could list off the things that I've done and put my heart and soul into words for a stupid essay that they might not even read and they just say no and I've been seeing like these girls that apply to UF who's been wanting to go there since they were a kid and they get turned down and I'm scared of that I'm terrified of that I did apply to UF though and I and I couldn't but I'm not going there I don't want a big college and I feel like that's super weird I don't want a big college I really like the private universities smaller because I don't want to sit in a classroom or a fucking what is it called I don't sit there with 200 other kids around me because that's just stressful I want a one-on-one thing with my professor I want to be able to come to my professor and be like hey I'm struggling in this this and this and I need this this and this to Succeed, and there are there are colleges like that, and those are the ones that I applied to. But I just don't like big colleges, so I'm not going there. It's kind of just like you live in Florida, you have to apply. I don't know what else to talk about, to be honest. Honestly, can can I rant? I mean, it's my podcast. I can say whatever, to be honest. But I don't know. I feel like there's so much I want to say, but I can't in so many situations. And honestly, I'm a pussy for that. I'm a full-blown pussy for not saying what I want to say. And I regret that day after day. And I don't know. I switched schools this year. I finished my programs that I was in and I switched schools and I made a lot of new friends and I adore them and I'm gonna miss them I'm gonna miss them so much and it makes me so sad I hated the table that I sat at for one of my classes because it was all boys and they were so annoying and they're so they're jerks they're assholes and they're pricks and they're jerks but we're friends now and I hate them for that because we're friends and they're funny and I laugh at their stupid jokes now and they sit there and they all just judge me in the greatest way and they tell me Amira you're a fucking bitch for that Amira you're an idiot why the fuck would you do that they're basically my real ones you know what I mean and I'm gonna miss them I'm gonna miss like coming in and being like guess what happened today (laughs) and I feel like I'm meeting all of these new people this year to just say goodbye. And I think that's what's scary because 
growing up, people have said goodbye to me, whether I wanted to or not. And I'm talking in terms of passing away or, you know, getting sick and all of that. And I hate goodbyes. I don't like it. And I'm going to be the one saying goodbye to all of these people. And I feel like I'm not prepared. And I feel like I'm not ready. And I feel like I'm just literally just standing whilst everything else is going on. And I can't move. And I feel like that's stupid. And I feel stupid for that. But I am happy about the little things in life now. And I appreciate coming home to my dog every single day much more than I did a year ago. And I'm going to miss. Like, I appreciate coming into the car and my mom asking me how my day was. And I regret every single day that I was like, oh, nothing. And I took that for granted. And every single thing that I took for granted, I'm slowly and very fast learning to appreciate and I'm kind of just taking my time and just being happy in a moment like so my dad donated his organs and every year we go to the donor picnic at Lion Country Safari and I went back because this is my last year before I you know, go to college and I sat there and I enjoyed every little moment and we took pictures that I took when I was little like we remade them and I came home like this past year has just been about reflection like whether it be like my mistakes on social media whether it be like having composure on certain things it's nice to see the growth and it's scary to see the change and how quickly time is going and I feel like every day is just a countdown I feel like it's a clock to the day that I have to leave and pack all my shit up and go to college and I can't wait to go to college but I don't want to go and I don't want to grow up and I don't want to learn to live on my own and I don't want to learn how to cook honestly I'm appreciating everything so much more. And I feel like that's de- it's definitely repetitive. But I'm filling you guys in. You, this is what you wanted. I'm filling you guys in on everything going on. I know you guys are going to ask if me and Tree talk. Yes, we do. We're okay. We're good. We call each other. And she showed me her prom dress. And we're okay. And I haven't found a prom dress yet either. I have to find my graduation dress to wear under my cap and gown. I haven't done that yet. I haven't found a prom dress. I don't think I've paid for grad batch. I have to order my ring. I feel like there's there's just a never-ending list. Also, why are senior pictures so expensive? Take advice from this. Take advice from my shitty mistakes and learn from them. I hope you do learn from them. Because... Also, don't lie to your parents. They find out about fucking everything. Don't lie to your parents. My mom finds out about everything. And I've just learned to just cut it out. Like, just don't even bother lying to her. Just be so blunt. Like, hey, you know what? I'm hooking up with this guy tonight. You're going to ask me why my window's open. It's because I'm going to go see this guy. Not that I have, because I think Anthony... (laughs) I'm using that as an example. But... um. Be honest to your parents. They find about everything. Because let me fucking tell you. I left my phone. Okay, so what happened was is that 
I dropped my phone on my way to lacrosse practice and I didn't know I dropped it. So I was like, hey mom, I need you to track it. Let me know where it is. So we drive back to my school. My phone has been ran over by all of my school, you know, crushed. And so I'm like, okay, wait, I have my backup, like my other phone that I had before. So I pop my SIM in it while, you know, Apple has it, they're fixing it. I leave that phone with all of my messages in the car with her. And I come home and I take a nap. And I wake up and my mom is standing there like, Amira, what the fuck? And I'm like, sorry. Sorry. Also, if you live in Florida, if you live in Palm Beach, don't go to parties in Loxahatchee. Do not go to parties in motherfucking Loxahatchee. It is scary at night. And the bitches in Palm Beach are beyond crazy i swear to like okay i'm pretty crazy and i know i'm crazy to a certain extent but these bitches are crazy i met this girl at a social gathering and she pulled me and she was like i got trained by this group of guys and she was like hey guys this is amira my new friend and i'm standing there with my mouth on the floor like no way did she go up to these guys and be like and then look at me and say these are the guys that trained me and i was like no i was like why would you do that the confidence slay queen like you know what you do you like i wish i had that confidence (laughs) no oh my god and recently i've just been crying about the littlest things and I don't know why. I think I st- I literally cried chicken nuggets the other day because I was in my physics class and everyone was like, Amira, why do you have chicken nuggets? It's literally like two o'clock in the afternoon. Where the fuck did you get chicken nuggets from? And everybody was just questioning me and I got flustered and started bawling my eyes out. I honestly, I'm trying to just vibe. I'm really just, I'm trying holding myself together because there's so much going on in my life right now i just finished an academic competition yes clap for me yes i'm smart it also humbled me on the fact that i cannot do physics questions fast enough i need to learn how to get faster at physics questions (sighs) but on that note i feel like this was refreshing And this made me really, really happy. And I hope, you know, you guys can kind of relate. Or if you're younger than me, or if you're, you know, getting into high school, appreciate the fucking time. It goes by so fast. And I sound like a 58-year-old woman. But I am fucking telling you, literally, time flies. Literally, I'm saying, I say that a lot. Appreciate every single day and appreciate the little things because... It can go in a matter of minutes. And I just recently learned that. So take it now, bitch. Take it fucking now. Okay? Bye, bitches.